Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, gang. It is time to go at it again after a long, leisurely weekend. We uh, kick back up here on the big gig. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Slider behind the board. I'm Howard Monroe. And we are ready to engage in this uh, three-hour swing and soiree up until 10 o'clock this morning. All kinds of good information, conversation, controversy, and fun for you. It's a cool morning this morning, 35 Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 34 at the Highlands, 35 in Elm Grove, and 35 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly cloudy throughout the day. Not a whole lot warmer than what we are, about maybe 38 for the high today. Warm up a bit more to the 40s tomorrow, could be close to 50, and then in the 40s most of the week, uh, going to be a 50-ish weekend in store. I guess Adam's back today, right? I guess so, yeah. I think it's just Thursday and Fridays he'll be taking off for the rest of the month. kind of feel like we dodged another bullet, Howard. Not just the snow or the potential uh, lots of rain to, to cause flooding. <clears throat> you see the poor folks out there in Tennessee. Oh, man. Yes, I did. I mean, but tornadoes just all over the place. And, and you know, Tennessee, I've been to Tennessee a few times. Uh, kind of like West Virginia. Kind of like the northern panhandle here. Hills, a lot of hills. So I'm thinking, man, if that can happen there, it, it could happen here. Well, there's no question about it. It can happen here. And I did notice a couple of my friends who live in that area did the on Facebook where they say, you know, Mark safe from the Tennessee tornadoes. They had, had themselves Mark safe from the Tennessee tornadoes. So a bit of a mess out there. One thing I think we've been reminded the last couple of years, without getting overly philosophical here so early in the morning, Mother Nature is a powerful force. And we just can't quite figure her out yet. And I think we can't. I think maybe we thought we had her figured out, and she decided you guys are figured it out so much that we're we're gonna. I'm gonna throw you a curve, you know, because we just never know what's gonna happen. You don't. And uh, those people are sure in, in Tennessee are shaking their head. Howard, just devastating. It's amazing. Uh, it is absolutely. Uh, let's see. This weekend, uh, my wife and I finished shopping. When I started Christmas shopping a couple of months ago, remember I told you a couple of months ago, I said, I'm almost done, almost wrapped. I had sat down and made up a list. Everybody everybody in the family. And I told my wife, I said, we're going to do two gifts for everybody. Not That does not count the, the kids, the grandkids. Teddy is two times, like maybe 100. I mean, but, but I said, we're going to do two gifts for everybody. They're going to be good gifts, nice gifts, not cheapo things. We're going to buy two nice gifts, and that's it. We're going to stop right there. And I drew up a list, and we had it. Man, did that go out the window. And it seemed like Saturday we were out and about doing some last-minute shopping, and it really went out the window. You know, it was like, well, let's get this, let's get this, let's get this. And then I decided to add gift cards for different people, and that broke the bank. Man. But I think now at last, at long last, I think, I think shopping is done. Sounds like it was a good experience. Do you want to share with us where you were shopping at, Howard? Well, we shopped all over. We went up to the Highlands. We did go to the Highlands, actually. Should, I started to correct myself. We went to the Highlands. I was going to say the, the hilltop once again up at Ogilvy. Uh, I, we did not go to Center Market, I don't think. And I did a lot of online shopping again. I'm waiting for one. It's set it to be here by Christmas. One item that I ordered online that uh, 
If it doesn't come, my wife's one and only big gift is not, is not going to be here now. It said, didn't give me delivery day, but it said, we'll be here uh, by Christmas. So it was a comment. And then we went, uh, we did um, gift cards. I have a lot of different people I buy gift cards for. Um, we did gift cards from uh, uh, TJ's and Figuretti's and Perkins and Eaton Park and, um, uh, and Lowe's because my kids liked I should have said that so my kids doesn't don't know that. But they like they they do construction so Lowe's. I'm trying to think where else so and when I when it was all it was said and done at the end of the day and I looked at how much money I spent on gift cards. Whew, holy mackerel. But my game plan of two things, nice things, they're all gonna be they were gonna be not really nice things. Two things it just went completely by the wayside. Just gone. Just gone. Well, the other reason you have to wrap everything up uh, is because you're going to be gone next week. Well, that is the that is a really big deal. We have we got all the outside, and when I say we, I mean great job, Nancy. Got all the outside decorations up last week, and uh, we, and when I say we, I mean Nancy again. Uh, got a lot of the indoor decorations up. Yesterday, the tree has not yet gone up, and that concerns me because. We're going to have a couple of days this week to enjoy the tree, and then we're gone all of next week for the Greenbrier trip, and we'll have a you know Christmas Eve to enjoy it basically uh, when we get back home. So hopefully we'll get the tree up today, um, if possible, because um, I do. I always like to have a couple of nights, Bob. I don't know about you. I like to sit, play Christmas music, and look at the lights of the tree. You got your fireplace right there, so you'll probably have your slippers, your robe, maybe a pipe sticking I out of your mouth there. Songs the pipe. Bing Crosby. Songs the pipe. Yes, you're absolutely right. Put on the jammies, you know. Put on the robe, and uh, you're right. I just, you you hit the nail on the head. And uh, we do have a fireplace, as you as you know, and it, and it generates heat. I also frequently will put on the big screen TV the continual burning Yule log. There's if you go to YouTube, there, you can bring up a nothing. It's nothing but. A burning log for for all Christmas long, and I put that there, and Christmas music. That's that's my Christmas. You know, I like that. Well, good for you, Howard. I, uh, you're making me feel it. A couple of things coming up today here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Senator Manchin and others crack wise at the Gridiron Club. That's one of those places. It's kind of like a roast. All right. So I've got some Manchin's jokes. I want to play funny or flop today. Were Manchin's jokes funny or were they a flop? We'll do that coming up in a minute. Wheeling's homeless camping ban is about to begin. The free center will open, I think, this week. The city okayed partial funding for the Life Hub last week. So what's next for homeless in the friendly city? Rosemary Ketchum comes in to talk about that. Patrick Morrissey dodged the gubernatorial debate last week. His campaign called the Metro News debate a debate for second place. Uh, but he defended himself in a separate interview. I'll let you know what he had to say. Uh, new Wall Street Journal poll puts Trump ahead of Biden. And a separate poll suggests that RFK Jr. really could make a big difference in next year's presidential election. Plus all the usual stuff, slider on sports, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, Taylor Long in the Ohio Valley uh, Newsroom. Actually, uh, Rebecca Little was here in the Ohio Valley Newsroom for us today. And uh, as I said, I think Adam Fike is back. So that's what I have for you all. What do you have for me? You are welcome to text me at 304 1600, the Frio Stack Ox Service text line, or you may call 304 232 8255, the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line. One over the weekend death, uh, Bob, probably just uh, worth taking a minute or two to, to uh, take note of, and that is um, the death of Ryan O'Neill, TV actor, movie actor, I should say, 82, passed away at the age of 82. 
I always think of Ryan O'Neill. For me, Ryan O'Neill was a love story. The uh, the '70s show that became so popular that came out the same time Godfather did. Those were the two strange movies that were almost exactly released at the same time. Love Story and The Godfather. And I thought that movie really held up. It was, uh, like you said, 1970? 72, I want to say, but I could be wrong about that. Early 70s, at least. Early 70s, uh, yes. But I think it, it holds up. A, a story of a rich kid uh, going to Harvard. He meets this uh, attractive Ali McGraw. She comes from the other side of the tracks. Uh, they they strike up a, a, a relationship, and then he loses her. She well, le- Leukemia, right? She gets, well, a former cancer. I honestly can't remember what it was. But I think yeah, it was, she, yeah, she leukemia. Leukemia, all right. But you think of him for that. You know what I think of him? No. He stole Farrah Fawcett from Lee Majors. Oh. <laughs> Lee Majors and him were, were friends. And Lee Major said, hey, uh, hey, Ryan O'Neill, I got to go somewhere. I'll be gone for a week or so. And uh, would you do me a favor? You know, a lot of guys, man, they're after Farrah. Could you keep an eye on her for me? Could you, you know, spend a little time with her? <laughs> Next thing you know, Farrah Fawcett and him were, uh, you know, together. Yes, I'll be happy. She to left Lee Major. Yes, she said, I'll, I'll see you, Lee. Happy to, I'll be happy to keep my eyes so on So a backstabber. Her. I think of, a, you know, Ryan O'Neill is a real backstabber. Oh, man, I think of him as a sweet, lovable guy who lost the love of his life and love story, and you think of him as a backstabber. Well, we get Lee Majors on the phone. I think he's in his 80s, but I think he is still living. <laughs> Couldn't Lee Majors beat him up, though? Oh, he should have kicked his ass, I yeah. Mean, Lee Majors was a... Was a he was a big guy, powerful had, back then. Yeah, know. all he had left was that uh, poster of Farrah Fawcett yeah. in the bedroom, Howard. That's, That's all he had left. Like so many of us had. Yes, <laughs> I think I had a couple of them. At that time. <clears throat> Anyways, Ryan O'Neill dead at the age of 82. That was our uh, weekend death for you to uh, take note of. 7 18 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So um, coming up next, Bob, going to throw some jokes at you. These are jokes that Joe Manchin told. Now, it's not, I don't want anybody to think that he was trying to be funny for just to be funny. It was a gridiron. It's a roast. All right? Like, you know. like uh, did you hear the one about the coal miner walked in the bar or something like that? Huh? There's a couple of them kind of, kind of like that. That's the point here. So, uh, Manchin, among many, many other uh, D.C. politicians and figures, went to the Gridiron Club. It's an, it's an annual tradition, and they, they tell jokes and roast each other. Well, I'll, I have some of the jokes that Manchin told. So I'm going to ask you, coming up next, well, and I'll share my thoughts, too. Funny or a flop? That's coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show at 719. Hi, it's Hoppy Kirchival, Talk Line on Metro News. Every Friday on Talk Line, it's Steam Release, your chance to vent and get it off your chest. I was just a little disappointed to hear your assertion that uh, you need a lot of money to run for office. This was supposed to be a citizen legislature. Now we have people that uh, basically aspire to high office, and uh, the only way they get there is by raising millions of dollars. Steam release every Friday on TalkLine on this Metro News Station. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. I'm Deepak Huda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cat Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. 
and then we also have clinic center as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. Our tireless voice in Congress, Alex Mooney. A steadfast conservative, Mooney voted for the Secure the Border Act to increase the number of Border Patrol agents protecting our southern border and to complete the border wall. A fiscal hawk, Mooney voted against a $1.4 trillion debt limit increase, saving taxpayer dollars from big government's greedy hands and fighting inflation. Alex Mooney has sponsored the strongest pro-life legislation in Congress, the Life at Conception Act, which protects life from the moment of conception. A stalwart defender of your Second Amendment rights, Congressman Mooney sponsored legislation to defund anti-Second Amendment governors, and a true advocate for our veterans, Mooney supported legislation ensuring veterans who appeal for their benefits get them faster than ever. Alex Mooney, West Virginia's fearless conservative voice in Congress. Paid for with official funds from the office of Alex Mooney. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Christmas time is here Happiness and cheer Fun for all that children call Their favorite time of year It's a good song, I like this Snowflakes in the air Carols everywhere Olden times and ancient rhymes Of love and dreams to share 7.23, 23 after the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. 35 at the airport, 34 at the Highlands, 35 in Elm Grove, and 35 here <clears throat> at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly cloudy today, daytime high. Around 38 degrees. All right, Bob, we're going to put our funny meters on, you and me. See how we can do with this. See what you think. Over the weekend, uh, the Gridiron Dinner was held in Washington, D.C. It is an annual event. It's a, it's a roast, basically. Politicians all get together, and they, they, they tell jokes. They make fun of each other. It's uh, very akin to that big thing that happens once uh, every couple of years where the president actually shows up. But this is not that one. This is a different one. And among those uh, offering his uh, funnies over the weekend was Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia. So let's see what you think. Were he, was he funny or was he a flop? He was talking about Nancy Mace, who is a Republican Congress or, uh, congresswoman, and he says, Nancy and I are really kindred spirits in many ways. She was the first Republican woman elected to Congress in South Carolina. And I'm going to be the last Democrat of any gender elected from West Virginia. Okay, I can see where they get a laugh. Funny thing to be. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're not holding your side, but yeah, okay. That was not a a flop. Bazinga. Okay. It's a bazinga. All right, let's see. Uh, Joe Manchin. If you think Joe Biden is the best and you think Joe Biden is the worst, you might be a centrist. Crickets. 
Yeah, that just doesn't, doesn't work for me. Referring to his houseboat that he has there on the uh, in, in D.C. People want to know about my boat. They always ask why I'm on a boat. And you want to know the real reason I live on water? Ted Cruz can't swim. I like that. I like that one. That, that's that's pretty good. At least me. I see you didn't you you you, you put in the flop category. Yeah, I didn't do didn't too much for me. I like that one. I like that one. Senator Manchin, of why he's not running for re-election. If I had won for re-election and won, my term would have ended in January 2031. I'd be 83 years old. I don't want to be wasting my time away in Congress at that age. Hell, those are peak White House years. I like that. You just, it's, you know, well, I mean, is he referring to President Biden or is he referring to himself, Howard? No, he's p- pointing out that, that right now the two candidates for the White House are old. Ah. So he says, if I stayed around, in, in I, would, I don't want to be that old in the Senate. If I'm going to be that old, I'd like to be in the way. I, that's pretty good. I like that. So I think I got, uh, I got two funnies and two flops there for me. You started out good. You were just weren't too impressed with nah, that. Nah, yeah, stick to your day job, which we don't know what that is, <laughs> Mr. Manchin. <laughs> well, I assume on his tour, whatever his tour is, his travel around the country is probably going to be uh, uh, telling jokes. I would guess it's you know one part of. I don't know. I don't know. All right, that was Manchin with the Gridiron Dinner. If any of you think, what do you all think? Three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. Three zero four two one four. 1600 was it uh, were those funnies or were they flops i'm curious what you think uh share your thoughts with me you can use the frio stack auction service uh, text line hey speaking of frio stack today is the final day for that big auction we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks right it is it winds starts winding down today at 10 o'clock uh, it's an online auction only so it starts at 10 o'clock starts with the, the number one lot and they work their way down all through uh the auction so you have plenty of time to go, and this is a very unique auction, like uh, most of the Frio Stack auctions are. This is a combination of the Burgoyne and Vitali estates, and we talked about the uh, typewriters, Howard. There, there's dozens. <laughs> there are dozens. A lot of collectibles, uh, baseball memorabilia stuff, just a lot of really cool stuff. And there's coins. There's things that you can give away for for Christmas present, and, we, and we've been we've been suggesting that, Howard. Well, I'm gonna tell you, those baseballs would be a great the autographed baseballs, right? Yes, uh, we have Phil Necro and, and Bill Mazeroski, yeah. and there's also a 1979 World Series. Map. Now, I'll tell, I'll do a little Joe Manchin joke here. That'll be the last Pittsburgh Pirate World Series we will ever see, <laughs> and I don't care if you're six years old listening. That'll be the last one, and there's an autographed uh, baseball in there too. So, some really cool uh, so if stocking you that in your stuffers. House a, uh, if, so, if you get that as a gift. Have that in your house. Unique. It'll be obviously. And this was the last time the Pirates ever, 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 ever. And there's a car there also, Howard. Uh, it's about, I think it's about ten years old. And uh, check it out. There, I mean, again, there's everything from autographed Hall of Fame baseballs to a nice uh, uh, Hondi. I think is the uh, the brand of car. But go check it out. There, there's just so much there, and you have plenty of time. But it is going to start winding down here about ten o'clock. It's an online auction only. Frioandstack.com. Go online. Right Right now, you can look things over, and then you can place a bid right now if you want to. But again, today is the final day, so if you're interested, go do it today. I know we've talked about and sort of joked about the uh, typewriters. Harold Vitale was a 
typewriter collector. I love typewriters. I probably have four or five in the house. I'm not collecting them. I just have them because I hate to throw a typewriter. I've got a couple of old Underwoods, you know, the kind with the the, 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 the circular keys that you tap. I have a couple of electric type. I, probably my favorite tool to write on was always my IBM Selectric typewriter. I loved a typewriter. So you actually took a typing class at Old Tridelphia oh High School? Oh, my God, no. So you were hunting peck? Yeah, listen, when you uh, start in the radio business in the newsroom like I did, you learn quickly how to type with two fingers, you know, and um, and I still type with with basically two fingers. Uh, no, no, uh, no, no typing. Did you take a typing class at the high school? You know, Howard, I did, and I'm not I'm not trying to be John Wayne here or trying to, but you know, both times I had to drop it because I broke my hand, mm. and uh, I had a cast on my hand. So, Mr. Kleiser, boy, did he hate my guts. Because I tried twice, and both. That, by the way, I'm not a trend. Yeah, a lot of people up are on the hill. Hey, Bob Slaughter's guts, <laughs> and I had to drop it twice because uh, I had a cast on my hand. Really? Okay. Well, I like type. I've, I like typewriters. I really do. I've always enjoyed typing on typewriters, and uh, I don't have a collection. I have like, some old typewriters hanging around. Heck, I've got an old teletype machine in my basement from the old United Press International doesn't work because there is no UPI to send me stuff anymore, but I still have it in my basement. So anyways, here's my thought about this typewriter stuff. If you are interested, this is a great, if you don't have a Breakfast is here, Howard. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Thank you, Santa Claus. Life is so much better now. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Steve from St. C. Boy, what a, what a sweetheart. Thank oh, you. Oh, man. It's a, it's a, well, it's almost time for news break. Yeah, take a news break. Right. Yeah, hold on. Because but but again, and, and the great thing about this, the timing of this auction oh, is, if you do have a su oh, yeah. su successful bid, you'll have it in plenty of time for Christmas because the pickup is this Thursday. And uh, go to uh, freostack.com and it'll tell you all that stuff. So some unique uh, items that would just make anyone happy on Christmas. And my thought about the typewriter is, you know, nobody probably not nobody has a typewriter collection, but that's the point. Say to your friends, hey. Why don't you start your typewriter collection? <laughs> and I know where you can do it. <laughs> All right. Frioandstack.com. Uh, a little bit later on, uh, Patrick Morrissey says that those uh, gubernatorial candidates who debated last week, the, the forum the Metro News put on that I was part of, they was losers. They were all fighting for the silver medal. He said, there's no sense in me being there because they're all the losers. We'll talk about what he did have to say and how he answered some of the questions that were raised about him uh, coming up a little bit later on. And Rosemary uh, Ketchum is coming in. We're going to talk about the homeless. That's also coming up this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. All right, 731, uh, 29 to the hour. Uh, we're going to check over into the newsroom from WTRF-TV. Rebecca Little was with us this morning. And remember, Howard, you can't eat in there. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your morning headlines for this Monday, December the 11th. In a heartwarming holiday initiative, local law enforcement partnered up with more than 100 kids from the community for a special shopping spree. The Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 38 held their annual Cops with Kids program at the Walmart in the Highlands. The FOP partners each year with the Ohio County Sheriff's Office and the Wheeling Police Department. Officers paired up with local kids from the Ohio County School District to shop for any new toys, games and other items they wanted. The purpose of the event is to strengthen the bond between law enforcement and the children while making sure every child possible experiences the joy of the Christmas season. And some good news out of Marshall County. Commissioners updated the 
community on two county projects at their weekly meeting. The courthouse is undergoing some major upgrades and the health department is right on track to be completed in August of 2024. Updates to the courthouse include heating, air conditioning, ventilation, plumbing and electrical repairs. Commissioner Mike Farrow says the courthouse project has been challenging. The courthouse project is around $6.5 million, while the new health department costs around $8.9 million. And over to Ohio County now, the City of Wheeling Water Department announced it will be working with a new service provider for online payments effective December 12th. That's this Tuesday. The transition will require customers who pay their bills electronically or through auto pay to re-register and create a new account through the city's website. The change will also provide additional payment options for the convenience of water customers. Officials stress that as of December 12th, auto pay would not be drafted from customer accounts. To avoid being late, customers must re-register their account and set it for auto pay if they wish to continue with the feature. To re-enroll in auto pay, visit the Wheeling wv.gov homepage and click on the pay online link or by going to the water department webpage. That was a look at your morning headlines for this Monday, December 11th. Have a marvelous Monday, everybody. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the I'm snow running. in a one-horse open I'm not eating sleigh. in the studio. So anybody, don't anybody tell anybody I'm eating in the studio. I'm not eating the studio. I think I'll drink here and watch this while I'm not eating down. Mm. Mm. And that, is, that was a good biscuit. I, I think they're biscuits. I, I say this every time that Jerry Wendy's brings us talking in. about. Yeah. I mean, they're as good as anybody's. Yeah. The nice biscuit with a good piece of sausage on it. Nice, 
nice little spice to it, just enough to be. Yeah, if you remember Grandma's biscuits, oh, go man, to Wendy's man, because they man. they surely do. This was this was extremely good. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the the morning breakfast. And I'm washing it down with Pepsi this morning. I'm sorry, pal. I hate to entice you because I know you're staying away from the Pepsi, but. Oh, you look like you're going to say something. No, 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 no. no. I'm okay. Enjoy your Pepsi, Howard. I'm drinking my Pepsi. Over the weekend, I went to the refrigerator, and the Pepsi that was in the refrigerator was not cold yet. It had just been put in. So I grabbed a Diet Pepsi. Do you know how dramatically different Diet Pepsi tastes from real Pepsi? It's garbage, and my doctor told me that uh, don't even consider that. Really? You know, yeah, because it's it's worse for you, believe it or not, than the uh, than the regular Pepsi. Let me give you a little, little tip here, Howard. Okay. If you want that Pepsi to really knock your socks off, yeah, find you a nice glass. It has to be a glass. can't be plastic. Okay. Put some nice big ice cubes big in ice there. Big ice cubes in there, yeah. Fill that sucker full of the Pepsi. Yeah. Let it sit in there and get a little cold. Oh, yeah. It'll take your breath away. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I love ice. I love Pepsi with ice. That's good. I'm an ice person. I like ice in, with most of my drinks. And I usually have to tell them, you know, extra ice in the drink when I get it. So um, let me just take one more sip here. To wash down that food that I'm not eating here in the studio. Story yesterday I saw, which is interesting. You know, Bob, we have alternative sentencing for criminals sometimes. Get arrested. Minor matter. I mean, I'm not talking about murder or armed robbery or something, but a minor matter. And sometimes judges look for a creative way to sentence them. A customer at a Chipotle restaurant in Ohio got all upset with the burrito bowl that she had. And so she got ticked off. And she threw the bowl at the worker behind the counter, hitting her in the face. She was charged with a form of assault, and I think that's appropriate. You know, she threw the bowl at her and not only just threw it, but hit her in the face. Um, And so eventually she was, uh, she pled guilty, and she was sentenced to a fine and 180 days in jail for assault. Whoa, he wasn't playing. I but assume it was a guy. But he gave her an option. The judge gave her an option. And this is pretty clever. He said uh, she's still going to jail. He gave her 180 days. But he said he would cut 60 days off of that sentence if she worked at a fast food restaurant for two months. So if she worked as a fast food service employee for a couple of months, she wouldn't have to be in prison so long. She has agreed to the deal. Uh, I think I would, too. I'd rather work at a fast food restaurant than, than uh, be in prison. But I, I find it fascinating that, that the, the judge considers a sentence. I am now sentencing you to go work at Wendy's. <laughs> I am sentencing you to go work. How does that make people that work at Wendy's? Or McDonald's? I don't know where she's working, but... How does that make people who work at a fast food restaurant feel? This poor woman is here because she's been sentenced by the judge to come here. That's puni- pun- for her. It's punishment. Now, as we talked about earlier, Howard, I can be a real jerk. Uh, I'm, I've never thrown, never even thought about throwing uh, anything uh, through the the takeout. I remember during the pandemic when everybody was bitching about couldn't get workers and stuff. I, I told I told a couple of the young workers that man, you you just are rude and you have no idea how the world works. But other than that, I mean, I ain't going to argue with them. You, do you argue with them, Howard? No. I, I Actually, I've never seen them argue. But if, and if I'm going to argue, it, it would be verbal. I certainly have never – I wouldn't even think of throwing something. something. Yeah, and if you get bad food at, say, McDonald's, it's not the, <clears throat> the young kid that's uh, working the window that's there. Right. You know, that's it's right. not their fault. That's right. And it usually isn't even the fault of the so-called chef at a fast food place because they're just – You're going to call him a chef, Howard, really? That's why I put – you, did, you, <laughs> I you didn't could see, see me. Nobody else could see the, the air quotes there. 
because they're just they're just kids in the back too who are throwing a prepackaged burger on a grill, right? Kind of like a young Howard Monroe down at Isley's in the seventies. <laughs> oh man, I gotta tell you, I was as bad as they come. I was as, <laughs> although I did flip burgers. We sold those little tiny burgers. I don't know if you remember those. They were like White Castle burgers. They, I mean, but they weren't. White Castle builds their reputation on these tiny little slider type burgers. Not Bob Slider, but slider type burger burgers. No, at Isley's in the Grove, uh, when I worked there, all those a long time ago, um, that's what that's just, we sold these itta bitty tiny burgers. And we were serving the construction people. We were building I 70 at the time. That's the era it was. I 70 was under construction. These guys would come in and get like, I don't know exactly, they'd get 50 of them because they were so, they're like, it's like eating a peanut, you know. No, I was terrible at Isley's. I was terrible. Did anybody ever throw those burgers back at you, Howard? I think that in that case, I think they might have. I, I, I think I think they might have. All right, seven forty-one, nineteen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's time to talk with Adam Fike from the Big Seven WTRF TV. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Good. Welcome back. Uh, did you enjoy your couple of days off? I was telling Bob as much as I didn't want to take time off. It felt nice to have those couple of days off. <laughs> You know, I don't know what you did, but sometimes just not doing anything is is worth the time off, right? I was doing stuff like Wednesday afternoon, Thursday. I just had a lot of quiet reading time. On Friday, I played Nurse Adam. Abby had food poisoning, so I got to play nurse and take care of her on Friday. Well, I feel bad that she was sick. It was nice getting to spend the whole day with her taking care of her. So I'm glad that I had the day off since she was sick. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. You're a good point. At least you were there for her. That's correct. Got better quickly, and then it was normal weekend, but it was nice to have some time off, some quiet time, a few walks up at Ogilvy. That's good. That sounds good. So you and you've got uh, what? At least two more, two more or three more weekends. I can't figure how many there are, but at least two more weekends coming up where you're off, right? Yep. The next. Oh goodness, I don't know if it is two or three. It is three. Okay, I'm not crazy. I mean, I am just slightly, but, <laughs> but not on that. Three weeks. <laughs> So you'll, but next weekend, let's see. Well, the next weekend, the one, the the one weekend will be Christmas. The run weekend will be Christmas weekend, which will be really nice, right? You'll have an extended weekend for Christmas weekend. So that was initially the weekend. Well, that Thursday, Friday, I took off. I took off the 20th, 1st, and the 22nd. So that way we could go to Indiana and visit Abby's family before Christmas. Oh, cool. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's just take off every Thursday and Friday. So that's why I had this Thursday, Friday off and this upcoming one as well. Do you um, do you guys have a tree? Are you decorated at your place? My apartment has a little small tree. Abby has a full six-foot tree that's decorated. Not real, but artificial. Did you decorate it? I put the lights on it. Oh, no, that's, de- that's decorating. That's decorating. She put the ornaments on because she can space them out better than I can. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That sounds good. We have not. I apparently put, clumped them too close together. We have not put our tree up yet, and that bothers me because I've really only got th- four more days before I head off to the Greenbrier for all of next week. And so if I want to enjoy the Christmas tree, got to get it up sometime the next day or two. So I have a couple of days to sit and enjoy it before um, before the holiday. So we've got to get ours uh, up. And when I say we, Bob. Nancy, my wife. <laughs> You're the moral support. I, and I I give her moral support. I wake up and go, this is a good job, honey. And I go back to sleep. No, not quite. Well, no, actually, that's pretty much the way. And this is what gets him in trouble, Adam. He'd say, well, Nancy, you better, you better quit for a while. You better quit for a while. 
Plus, I'm getting hungry. Can you quit for a while and, and make some lunch? <laughs> so I guess you've got to figure it out, have you, Bob? All right. Uh, Adam, let's talk about the weather today. It's a cool morning. It's not going to get a whole lot warmer over the course of the day today, although it warm, will warm up a little bit during the week. Let's talk about today's forecast. Okay, so today, this point, if you saw flurries or a stray snow shower, that's pretty much wrapped up. I say we'll stay mostly cloudy. You might see a few pockets of sunshine here and there, like we're trying to see a brief period of sunshine right now. But more clouds, unfortunately, on the way. So today, I would say the, I don't want to say yucky because it's not wet. It's the gloomiest day. It's going to be more clouds and sunshine. We're stuck in the 30s. But the rest of the week, I don't know if it's good or bad news, but we'll be sunny and slowly warming up through the week. Tomorrow, mid-40s, Wednesday, 30s, but then Thursday, Friday, pretty much clear skies upper 40s, and then we're in the 50s once again by the time you get to the weekend. 50 to the weekend. I don't see any significant rain or snow in this forecast, right? Correct. It's going to be, like I said, I don't know if it's good or bad news. If you love the snow, it's bad news. But if you're one of the people who doesn't like the snow, it's good news because this week and even much of next week, we're not going to see much of anything other than sunshine and warm temperatures. Okay. So not bad at all. 35 right now. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 34 at the Highlands, 35 in Elm Grove, and 35 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Hey, maybe in your off time uh, today or tomorrow, you can take a quick look at what is the uh, weather forecast going to be next week for um, uh, the Greenbrier uh, down in that area because uh, we're going down there next week for the week. I wonder if we're going to get any kind of snow or if we're going to get rain or it's going to be a beautiful day. You know, what kind, What am I going to have to contend with when I get to the beautiful Greenbrier next week? So maybe you can find out for me. You're going to have to send me a reminder tomorrow because knowing me, I'll forget. Oh, right. <laughs> so I'll do that for you. All right, Adam, welcome back. Glad to have you here with us, my friend. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank yeah, you. Right. Thanks a lot. 746, 14 to the hour here on the Watchdog. Sounds like it, it sounds like he had a good time. Well, Abby didn't have a good time. He wow, was, yeah. jeez, that's rough. Man, Man, that could be ugly. I, the, even the Real ugly. Even the thought of that just makes it makes me ill right now. Just, and I was going to ask him, well, obviously he didn't eat the, the same thing that she did. You know, it must have been, they should have been able to pinpoint exactly what made her sick. But that, yeah, that's terrible. I mean, hope that, you're feeling better, Abby. Yeah, I hope she is too. But he's right. At least he was home. Helping, yes. Good, I mean, it was a good... Um, Fortuitous situation. But you know what? I'm different. When I'm, I don't want anybody around me. Just leave me alone. Can't you see I'm dying here? Just, just leave me alone. Bring me a bucket and go away. Yes. That Maybe help much, me clean this up. Is that pretty much it? I got you. I hear you. Uh, Thirteen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So it looks like a good week this week. That's good. But I don't know what I'm going to get next week in Greenbrier. Yeah, Howard. I mean, you could get anything from uh, I mean, sun, sunshine to blizzard, as you have pointed out not too long ago. Down in that area, in the mountains. Uh, I mean, if if there is snow, there can be some good snow. That's right. Now, one of the things we have scheduled to do is to take. They call it a sleigh ride slash carriage ride. In other words, if there's depending if there's snow, it's a sleigh ride. If it's not, it's a carriage ride. So we're going to take the sleigh ride or carriage ride. Now, on the one hand, I wouldn't mind seeing snow because I think the sleigh ride would be fun. On the other hand, I don't have to contend with the snow. Trying to get home. Yeah, and the whole whole thing. So we shall see. I have asked, but I haven't gotten a response yet. I may have to go all the way to the governor. I don't know. I have asked people from the Greenbrier if they would uh, we could do a segment with them this week so they could, you know, come on and tell us, tell me a little bit about what I'm going to find when I get down there. What kind of things can I do? Other than the bunker, which I know, 
Uh, what else is there to do with the Greenbrier? I know there's a lot of stuff. I just like to know what it is, but I haven't heard back from those. And I would think this is their busy season, Howard. Oh, it is. Uh, last, I know I've told you all this. Last year, uh, Jason and Natalie took Teddy down for Christmas to the Greenbrier. Man, I'm going to tell you the pictures they sent back. It was like something out of a, I don't even want to say a Hallmark movie. It was better than a Hallmark movie. It was just some kind of, it was like a magical fairyland for kids. Now, every single thing they did, you paid extra for because that's the Greenbrier way. But, uh, I mean, Teddy had a great time down there. Greenbrier, very, really fancy. Now, you were right beside me when uh, we checked into the Mayflower, which is another very, very fancy hotel. Perhaps the fanciest. It could be. I mean, uh, you were right there with me when I checked in with my Reesbeck bag luggage, Howard. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, they didn't didn't laugh at me too much, at least when we get out of the lobby, they laughed. (laughs) How do you think they would receive me at the... uh, at the Greenbrier with my Reesbeck plastic bag luggage, Howard. I don't think they would. <laughs> They'd probably tell me get out with I'm that. sorry, sir, but uh, it is time for you to uh, – <laughs> there is – I know this, what I'm about to say for a fact, because the last time I was at the Greenbrier, uh, it was for the business I was working with. Other people from the company were there as well, and they were made to stay at the hotel next door. You don't want to stay at the hotel next door. You do not want to. You do not want to want to do that. So, and actually, let's be brutally honest, Bob. At the Mayflower, they did raise some questions. Well, yeah, until they found out we were guests, actual yeah. guests. They, I think they asked me three times. Really, you're a guest here? <laughs> Seriously, you, you're a guest? I know. Uh, What's I, your business here, sir? I know Bob had let me out at the Senate, let me out on Capitol Hill, and then gone down Park to get in, to get into the Mayflower and sign in. And, when I came down later in the day, I said, yes, you know, Howard Monroe here, um, uh, you know, I think my producer, Mr. Slider, has been here already. They looked at me and said, oh, yes, we know Mr. Slider. Well, yeah, I got a little dust up out there with a, with a cab driver. No punches thrown, but come close. Yeah, yeah, something. We've had those experiences. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, people just don't quite understand exactly, you know, what uh, – but, but we made it through. And it we did. Fun. It was the most expensive bar I've ever been in. I had, I don't know why you weren't with me. Maybe you were out. I was doing my thing off the homeless, Howard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say that. Down to the, what was the Farragut, Farragut statue? Uh, Farragut memorial statue, statue. yes, Howard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I went into the bar, and I had a cup of soup and a burger and a beer. And it was over $100. And what was also crazy is uh, they would tax you on your beer. Your beer would be, I don't know, especially there, maybe $14.16. Yes. (laughs) But we had fun at the Mayflower. Oh, I'll never forget it. We had fun. Great broadcast. Probably took them a while to forget us, too, Howard. uh, uh, I think we saw Barack Obama, didn't He walked by, had no idea who he was. Ted Kennedy was right there. I mean, some really big hitters. Yeah, it uh, it was a good time. Those are the days when we got on the road a lot. On the road, Howard. Our, our last shot at it right now is our friend Candy Stroud. Who can, One more time. She says she might be able to get us into the Chicago convention uh, for the Democrats. That's, uh, that would be our last. Our kind of town, Howard. Uh, my kind of town, Chicago, is eight before the hour. Slider's got sports. That's next. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. 
just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. Are you concerned about losing your home or automobile if you file for bankruptcy protection? Find out if you would lose any property by calling Tom McIntyre at 304-232-8600 or have a free chat conference with his office online at McIntyreLaw.com. Tom has helped thousands of people in our area. He can answer these questions for you. Call 304-232-8600 or check him out online and have a free chat conference. Every weeknight at 6 p.m., join the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi, on The Watchdog. Tony informs and entertains WVU fans with the latest Mountaineer sports news. If it happens in the world of golden blue, Tony knows about it and shares it with you. Sportsline, weeknights at 6 on The Watchdog. The coffee is brewed. Phone lines are open. And the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I know him. Let your heart be light. I recognize the nose. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Ooh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Admit, I thought I knew every Barry Manilow song. I'm not familiar with this one. I don't remember him doing Christmas songs. I wonder. I thought I had every Barry Manilow album in the world. Well, you don't. But if there's a Christmas album, I, now I got to go looking for that. Yeah, I think this is new, Howard. Looks like he had a little, uh, little, little work done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the snouts looks the same, but everything else looks a little bit different. I'm gonna have to check into that now because I thought I thought I had every single Barry Manilow album, and by album I mean the record in the world. If there's more out there, I got to go get them. Five before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. He's not Barry Manilow. But he is slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Uh, this is week 14 of the NFL, so let's take a look at scores uh, from yesterday. <clears throat> let's start with a game heard here on the Watchdog Radio Network. The Cleveland Browns hold on and win over Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. They win 31-27. to In overtime, the Baltimore Ravens return a, kick, or a punt for a touchdown. They win in overtime. And uh, they beat the L.A. Rams 37-31. to An upset in Chicago. The Bears over the Detroit Lions 28-13. to Cincinnati Bengals over the Indianapolis Colts 34-14. to The Pittsburgh Steelers, if anyone cares, they traveled to Indy on Saturday to take on the same Colts. 
The New Orleans Saints, 28. The Carolina Panthers, 6. Baker Mayfield leads the Tampa Bay Buccaneers past the Atlanta Falcons, 29-25. to The New York Jets surprise C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, 30-6. to However, there's been a lot of low-scoring games this year, but this one takes the prize. It's a soccer score. If you didn't know any better, you thought, hey, that's a soccer score. The Minnesota Vikings, 3. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders, Zero. Wow. Three to nothing. That's the, that was the final score? And here's what's kind of, you know, there was no bad weather, no bad field conditions, just bad football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just bad football. Did you watch that game? I did not, Howard, no. The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they fall at home to the Buffalo Bills 20-17. to 17. Didn't even so, score a touchdown? Nothing. Didn't score nothing until three points of field goal. One lousy field. And again, that has happened in a blizzard. Yeah. You know, where it's so bad. Rainstorm, you, you can't, can't, you can't, you can't, can't. do nothing. Yeah, but no, it was in Las Vegas. Pretty nice. San Francisco continues to roll. The 49ers 28, Seattle Seahawks 16. The Denver Broncos over the disappointing... L.A. Chargers, 24-7. The Chargers, even worse luck than that. They lose their quarterback, Justin Herbert, with a broken finger. The late game, the Dallas Cowboys at home have little trouble. They win big over the Philadelphia Eagles, 33-13. There are two Monday night football games tonight, Howard. The Tennessee Titans are in Miami to face the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 13-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm sorry, you said they're they're away, though, right? Because I'm thinking about the Tornadoes. They're not going to be around the Tornadoes. Tennessee. Tennessee is in Miami. They're in, my, in Miami. Okay. And the Green Bay Packers are in New York to play the Giants. The Packers are road favorites. They are laying six points. Both kickoffs, same time, right at 8.15. And tonight on the Watchdog Radio Network, we will have Wheeling Central Girls Basketball. And Howard, I don't know if they'll score 100 points tonight. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but the Lady Knights, they will be in Shadyside. Game time is 7.30. We'll get on the air right around 7. 20. Slider on sports time, 7.58. Wow, we're a little bit behind. You talked about, uh, you know, strange scores, 3 nothing. Uh, the NFL score there. And then we had last week the 111 to, what was it, 8? 111 to 8, yes. 8 scores. I mean, there have been some strange scores in high school, even college. Uh, this, Who knows? This, Maybe they may score 100 tonight. I, well, we'll find out. Is that would be a good thing or a bad thing? That's a great thing, Howard. All right. Uh, coming up next hour, Rosemary Ketchum is going to be with us. We'll talk about the homeless in Wheeling. A lot of movement now. The council has taken some action. Um, and now that that's all getting underway, the free shelter, the, the, the ban on camping and so on, <clears throat> what's next for the homeless community? We'll talk to Rosemary about that coming up in the next hour of the show. New Wall Street Journal poll is out, and it's not good news at all for Joe Biden. Donald Trump is in the lead. And if you mix in uh, R.F. Kennedy Jr., yikes. It's even worse. All of this coming up in the next hour of the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 8 o'clock. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. The Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville.